Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, August 27th, and this is for August 27th through September 2nd. Mars entered Libra today. It entered Libra at 6.20 a.m. Pacific Time this morning, and it will remain in Libra until October 12th. Mars was in Virgo. It entered Virgo on July 10th, so that was about a month and a half ago, and that's the average time that Mars stays in a sign. Now, Mars, the planet of war and aggression, is more interested in peace, actually, when it's in the sign of Libra. Peace, good manners, things mm. like that. Now, Mars is never really ever motivated by peace, and just because it's in Libra now doesn't mean it's going to turn into a complete pacifist, but it is at least going to be more open to the idea of diplomacy, compromise, mm. resolution, saying please and thank you, just basic, you know, decency kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Now, this shift of Mars into Libra could be good for the unions and the studios to come to an agreement, perhaps, during this oh. summer of strikes. And Libra is capable of seeing different perspectives, seeing things from another person's viewpoint. Mars and Libra will definitely bring some intensity to the areas of justice, fairness, and even fashion. Okay. Because Libra is ruled by Venus, fashion, style, art, oh, all that fun stuff. That is fun stuff. In general, though, it's nice to get some air back into the equation. We've been short of planets and air signs. Mm. So Mars entering Libra, I would say, is definitely good for Libras as well as Geminis and Aquarians. On the other hand, people with Mars and Aries might not like this softer version of Mars and Libra. Mm. And same with people who have Mars and Cancer or Mars and Capricorn since those form squares with Libra. Mars is in its detriment when it's in Libra, so it really is more of a touchy-feely Mars that we'll be working with for the next month and a half. Try to aim for diplomacy the best you can mm. over the next several weeks because the usual Mars approach to things, Mars always wants to assert itself and use force when necessary, mm -hmm. that kind of approach could either backfire and or have unexpected consequences. This particular Mars transit, I would say, has to do with understanding as much as it does with winning. Mm. So aim to understand people between now and October 12th. Then you'll never have to try to understand anyone never, ever again. Ever. Just between now and October 12th, that's it. You can do it. Yeah, <laughs> we believe in you. But try to see things from a different viewpoint. I think that's going to be a big theme while Mars is in Libra. Okay, all right. So note to self, watch yourself. Yeah, watch right. yourself. That sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> also, with Mars and Libra, we could find ourselves working in groups, working cooperatively with other people over the next month and a half, even if we are someone who views ourselves as more of the lone wolf personality type. That's me. That's Almy. Almy. Is that most Scorpios, would you say? Scorpio, Aries, yeah, anything yeah. Mars-related. Mars usually yes. likes to do things on its own. Okay. I will figure this out for myself. Yes. I don't need no one. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Yes. That's Mars and Aries. Okay. Mars and Libra is like, hey, let's uh, hang out. Let's do some stuff. Yeah. Um, but even if you have more of a lone wolf personality type, you still might find you're going to have to work with other people. Yes. Other people will be involved in your life. Yes. And the goal, of course, would be to work patiently and cooperatively 
with them. Tying it back to what you said before, try to see it from a different point of view. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exchanging yourself with others. That sounds good. Let's do it. Stuff like that, yeah. Also, happy Virgo season. The sun entered Virgo this past Wednesday, oh August 23rd. Wow. We are in Virgo season, and wow. the sun will remain in Virgo until September 23rd. Whew. Now, we've already been working with Virgo themes for a while now, since Mars had been in Virgo, and Mercury is currently in Virgo. And now the sun is in Virgo, so the sun is shining a light on Virgo themes like organization, mm. integration, efficiency, healing, maintenance, quick thinking, detail work. And then we also have to watch out for perfectionism, being overly critical of ourselves and mm -hmm. others. And happy Mercury retrograde, too, for those <laughs> <Right>. who celebrate. <laughs> Mercury turned retrograde this past Wednesday, August 23rd. It started its retrograde at 21 degrees Virgo, and it will eventually backtrack to 8 degrees Virgo. And then it'll turn direct. And let's see, Mercury will turn direct on September 15th. That's when the retrograde will end okay. on September 15th. But as we always say, give it a week or two after Mercury turns direct before you go out there and buy all those electronics and sign all those contracts. Mm -hmm. If possible, you will want to wait until September 22nd or even, if possible, September 29th before Mercury gets out of its shadow phase. Again, waiting that week or two after Mercury turns direct is not completely necessary, but it's advisable if you're not on a deadline. If I can add something, I think also what's advisable, people say, like we just said, to not try to sign new contracts if you can help it, but I think, I think the real thing in that is just slow down and mm -hmm. just take your time and just think it through. Your life has to continue regardless of whether Mercury is retrograde or not, and we always say that. So if you do have to sign a new contract or buy a new electronic, of course do that. We're just saying that when we are in Mercury retrograde, then that's the time to just slow down. Read the entire contract. Maybe have someone else read it. Uh, really take your time when buying a new item or going into a new partnership or anything new. I think we're just saying continue your life. If you have to do something new, then do it. You know, embrace the new thing. Just slow down and really look at those details, especially if you are not a details person. And this is really the time, I think, right, to just slow down and look at those details. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Nice. Totally. Yeah. Okay, this cool. is a slow down phase, but slow down so that, you know, again, just you don't have to be rushing around all the time. Slow down, read the fine print, and um, see what happens. Catch your breath. Look at it that way. This is the time just to catch Whew. our breaths collectively, right, too. Breath. Yeah. We always put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get things done. Yes. And don't necessarily have to push as hard right now, is another way to look at this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. So Mercury is retrograde, and Venus is also retrograde oh, right now. Oh, that's right, yeah. And I would say that's really, really important to remember for this upcoming week. Okay. Like, if you take nothing else from this week's podcast, <laughs> just keep in mind, Mercury and Venus are retrograde this week. Retrograde, retrograde, retrograde. And so there could be some real strain around communications, real strain around our emotions, uh, around our relationships, around the emotions of others, as well as our feelings of value and worthiness. Mm -hmm. This is a tough week 
for that stuff. That's why I also added slow down, look at the details. Yeah. Try to get outside of your head a little bit, right? Definitely, okay. definitely. I'd also encourage everyone to put on a pair of kid gloves and treat yourself and treat everyone this week with kid gloves. Mm. There is some real tenderness in the air and also a lot of heaviness. And giving people a break this week and being kind to people and being kind to yourself will really go a long way. Okay, Scorpio's talking to you and myself <laughs> and myself. I'm a Scorpio. I can say that. Yeah. So Now, Mercury is not going to turn direct until September 15th, but Venus will actually end its retrograde phase next Sunday, September 3rd. So we've got a week with both Venus and Mercury retrograde, mm. but by this time next Sunday, at least Venus will have ended its retrograde. Okay. There's really a lot coming up this week. There really is. I'm looking at my list, and it's just, yeah. it seems to be endless at the moment. Uh, this Monday could get off to a bang. Monday, August 28th, Uranus turns retrograde. Oh. So there could be some surprises, shakeups, breakthroughs, unexpected, unex, oh, sorry, unexpected news, and innovations that seemingly crash into our lives out of nowhere. Great. You can actually watch for that today, Sunday even, oh. as well as Monday and into the middle of this coming week. We'll talk about the Uranus retrograde a little bit later in the podcast. And then we also have a full moon this mm. Wednesday, August 30th. It is our second full moon this month, making it a blue moon. Mm. It will be in the sign of Pisces. Mm. It will be another super moon, mm. just like the one we had earlier this month on August 1st. And a supermoon is when the moon is closer to the Earth than it usually is. In this case, the moon will only be three miles from Earth. What? Is that really? No, I made that up. <laughs> it's it's going to be further than three miles away, but it's going to like... I think so. I was trying to yeah. think of a nice way to say there's no way there's that's no true. Way. <laughs> I don't think that would work That's melancholia well stuff. Yeah, that's it would be like melancholia stuff. That's like end of the stuff. world movie stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it'll be farther than three miles away, but it's going to seem closer. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay. Now that's all later this week. But today, Sunday, August 27th, we're working with a Sun-Saturn opposition. The Sun is in Virgo, Saturn is in Pisces. This opposition happens once a year. It can bring with it a lesson or two. There can be themes around the father or the father figure in your life. It can come in the form of a reality check. Uh It usually involves a heavy dose of reality in some way. I don't want... This all sounds very unpleasant. Oh, yeah. Fathers in reality? Fathers in reality. That's the (laughs) Sun-Saturn opposition. If you want escapism, look to Neptune, but Neptune's not doing much right now. Uh. But they can also be looked at as what Saturn is going to ask us to learn or what Saturn is asking us to grow or how, uh, how Saturn is asking us to grow while Saturn is in Pisces. Saturn entered Pisces early, earlier this year on March 7th. And we also had a full moon in Virgo that day on March 7th. You know, and this full moon coming up this week will be in the sign of Pisces, the opposite sign of Virgo. But Saturn entered Pisces on March 7th, and Saturn always asks us to get serious about whatever sign it's passing through and to learn and grow, even if we don't want to learn and even (laughs) if we don't want to grow. So Pisces is all about spirituality, connectivity, intuition, creativity, the dream world. Pisces is actually not about structure at all. (laughs) So Saturn asking us to bring structure to something that's unstructured to begin with and can't really be harnessed. Well, even Saturn can have a tricky go of things when it's in Pisces. Mm. And now we have this opposition today 
where maybe the sun will shed a little light on what it is we're meant to focus on while Saturn is in Pisces. And Saturn will remain in Pisces until February of 2026. Oh, no. So if no theme or themes jump out at you right now, don't worry. You've got plenty of time for those things to become clear to you. One other thing to consider would be to look at where you were the last time Saturn was in Pisces. And the last time Saturn was in Pisces was 1994. 1995 and a few months of 1996. Oh, great. Now, the playing field has, of course, changed since then, and some of our listeners might not have even been alive during that transit, but it's possible that certain themes or certain feelings that you were dealing with during those years could surface again between now and February of 2026. When I was a child? When like, you were a child. That's really what I have to go back to? Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. You don't have to. Okay. Just let Saturn do all the work. What themes or work did I on have you. as a child? Like, uh, all right. You don't have to answer that now. You might not want to answer that now. No, anyway. no. Yeah. Saturn, Saturn's the worst. I'm sorry. Saturn's a, a tough cookie. Yeah. In the short term, though, with Saturn opposing the sun, there could be feelings of sadness. Of course there are. Of course there are. <laughs> Fun never ends with Saturn. Sadness, feeling restricted, only seeing the gloomy side of things Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh energy. Aww. It's a very Eeyore kind of energy. There could there could be some cracks in the foundation that now present themselves. You know, the best way to work with this energy, honestly, is to set attainable short-term goals. Mm. Don't bite off more than you can chew. And give yourself credit. You know, it's important to give yourself credit for how far you have come in your journey. Mm, like growing from child to adult. Yeah. Hey, if you're still here, <laughs> you're winning, right? Okay. If you are still on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned, you are winning. Yes. But, you know, doing something productive can help a lot with this transit. Mm. Saturn always wants us to be productive. Okay, that's a good tip. It's, that's Saturn. We always have to be doing something, according to Saturn. Like what? Even if it's just tidying a closet oh. or cleaning your kitchen or okay. whatever, ironing a shirt. I don't know, just those little things okay. that where it's like, I've been putting this off, I've been putting this off. Try to tackle that stuff if you can, just to give yourself a sense of accomplishment and to appease the taskmaster that is Saturn. All right. That sounds really fun. Thanks for the yeah. tip. Like I said this week, heavy and sensitive. Heavy okay. and sensitive. Back and forth. Heavy and Great. sensitive. That's the heavy part. Anyway, speaking of heaviness and sensitivity, oh, both. I see where we're going. Both. You're uh, going to ask Scorpio now. I think now is a good time to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask, ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Almy, mm-hmm. as a Scorpio, we know that your favorite football player of all time is Tom Brady. Yeah. He's no longer playing professional I football. Know. And the NFL season is starting, I believe, <laughs> September 7th. It's just around the corner. With Tom Brady no longer playing, what player will you be cheering for this year? Oh, God. I don't know. There is no Tom Brady without Tom Brady. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that there's anyone that can replace him. He's one in a million. That's why I was so fond of him. Um, I think, unfortunately, I have to root for Aaron Rodgers because my brother is a diehard Jets fan. And he told me we are a Jets family. And I didn't really know how to argue against that. So, ugh. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is is a complicated, complicated man. 
not someone that I necessarily love to root for, but I think I have to. Ugh. Okay, so that's a choice. Ugh. And that's so Tom Brady's off the table. Next man up is Aaron Rodgers. Obviously it's not a decision you came to easily. No. And there's some pros and cons to that choice, of course. But Aaron Rodgers, that's fine. That works. Can t- can Brady still come back? What what are the odds of Brady coming back? At this point, I would say the odds are zero. <laughs> Why would he do this? Yeah. Why? At the age of forty, how old is he? Forty-five. Five? How dare he retire from professional football at the age of forty-five? No, honestly, he had so many good years left in him. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go there. It's fine. And. It's fine. Yeah, he gave what he could, and that's it's all we can ask of Tom Brady. He gave everything he had. He left it out there. And one quick follow-up question, mm-hmm. Almy, as a Scorpio, what team do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? I got to say the Jets, or mm-hmm. my brother's going to not talk to me again. So Okay. No, I'm just kidding. My brother's actually not a Scorpio. He's a Libra. So he is actually very diplomatic. And I don't need to say the Jets, but why not go with the theme? That's fine. The Jets are looking very promising. They can at least make a run to the Super Bowl this year. A lot of people are expecting them to. They would not be surprised if they did go to the Super Bowl and win it. So the Jets is good an answer as any. Right. As much as I may not like a lot of things about Aaron Rodgers, I cannot deny that he plays a good game of football. He's He's a good sportsman. I mean, not he's not a good sport. He's a terrible. He's not a team player. But like, he literally <laughs> is good at football. So he's a Sagittarius. He's a complicated person. Yes, complicated person. Yep, he sages. Y'all make it up as you go along. So yes, we do. And I think that's going to conclude the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Mm. Thank you, Almy, as always, for sharing. <laughs> Thank you for asking me about football. Everyone knows that is my specialty. Yeah. Now, this monumental, potentially monumental week we have coming up, and and who knows? It might be, you know, like with weather, there's always a forecast that maybe the severe weather is coming and then it ends up not being as severe as expected. So at least with the astrology, kind of a similar thing. Things are kind of set up for like there could be a lot going on this week, a lot of pushing and pulling, a lot of activity. At the same time, hmm, maybe it'll just seem like business as usual. Mm. But let's take a look at what Monday has to offer. Monday, August 28th, Uranus, as I mentioned, will turn retrograde. It retrogrades around 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, and it will stay retrograde for quite a while. It stays retrograde until January 27th of 2024. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And with Uranus turning retrograde, we will then have six retrograde planets for about a week that is because venus will go direct next sunday bringing the number back down to five retrograde planets (laughs) but the next day on september 4th jupiter turns retrograde bringing that number back up to six retrograde why why the whirlwind why not just say it's going to be six why you got to play with us like that i'm a sagittarius we make it up as we go along now uranus is an outer planet so we won't feel it's retrograde on a daily basis but we might get a surprise or two early this week, around the time it turns retrograde, so keep that in mind. Mm. The moon will be in Aquarius all day on Monday as well, so innovative thinking, outside-the-box thinking. Uranus, of course, rules Aquarius, so that increases the likelihood that we will have some shake-ups to our daily routine. Mm. The Virgo sun, of course, does not like surprises, very much prefers to stick to routines, but the Aquarius moon and the Uranus retrograde will not make that easy. Mm. The moon will also trine Mars on Monday. Mars, of course, just moved into Libra, so emotionally at least, even if things are a bit out of whack on Monday, we should feel grounded enough to deal with it or have the energy to deal with it. 
Tuesday, August 29th, the moon will remain in Aquarius. It will make several aspects throughout the day. It will oppose Venus, so people might be a bit edgy, mm. especially with Venus already retrograde. The moon will also square Jupiter and square Uranus, so Tuesday could be a very busy day. Mm. A lot of Aquarian energy in the air. It will have our minds on overdrive, socializing, networking, you name it. Mm. Plus, we're ramping up to the full moon on Wednesday. Oh, yes. So Tuesday is a very high energy day. Okay. Wednesday, August 30th. Let me guess, this full moon. Full moon. I have it in my notes here in all capital letters. <laughs> full moon. The second one this month in the sign of Pisces. Cranky, sensitive moon, potentially. The, the moon enters Pisces at 7 a.m. that morning. That's Pacific time. The moon in Pisces is already a sensitive position for the moon. And it will conjunct Saturn, which can bring that heaviness, make us feel a bit down or emotionally cold or reserved. You know, Saturn is going to play a role in this full moon. Mercury is going to form a quincunx with Chiron that day. So we could feel an urge to communicate our hurts or our wounds. Cool. Really a lot of sensitivity connected to this full moon. Mm. And the full moon will be exact at 6.36 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. With full moons, they say we should release things. And because this full moon is in the sign of Pisces, you know, Pisces already intuitively understands that we are all one. We are all connected. Separation and labels are human inventions. So I'd say release whatever it is that's preventing you from feeling a connection to all there is. Okay. Or just have a nice dinner. I oh, don't know. Okay. But take care of yourself. Be nice to yourself on Wednesday. And think about connecting with others or just that feeling of like we are all one. Okay. Thursday, August 31st, Pisces Moon makes four aspects during the day. Two of them will be on the easygoing side. Two of them on the more challenging side. The challenging aspects is the moon will oppose Mercury throwing off already strained communications since Mercury is, of course, already retrograde. And the moon will form a quincunx with Venus. Venus is also already retrograde, so emotionally we could feel off balance. Mm. Our interactions with others might not be as satisfying as we would like them to be. Thursday could be kind of a confusing day in general. You know, if you're seeking solid answers on Thursday, you might not get them. So keep that in mind. It's a potentially very fuzzy day. The moon will sextile Jupiter and Uranus, so it will probably be an energized, upbeat day as well. Now, Friday, September 1st, the moon enters Aries around 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. And when the moon enters Aries, that gives us a new start, a new energy. Mm. We might start to feel more stable. If okay. by chance we were knocked off our rockers during the full moon on Wednesday, the Aries moon could help stabilize things. Overall, though, I'd say Friday is a day for play. If you're in the U.S., maybe start your Labor Day weekend early. Nice. Mars and Saturn are going to be forming a quincunx that day, and that can make things difficult for anything work-related, I would say. It could be a bit tricky to get people on the same page. Uh, it's sort of this push and pull between I want to do things my way versus the established way of doing things or versus tradition. And the quincunx is exact at 2 p.m. Pacific time on Friday. And this is referring, though, to just things that are work-related, right? Well, I, it can be anything in life, really. Well, but when but... you're talking about the push-pull, the tricky getting people on the same page, didn't you say that might make Yeah. Them... I'm applying it to like work because Mars and Saturn are kind of like plants we associate with work, there with the go. daily okay. grind. 
with you know needing to earn money, needing to you know have structure in your life, you know to to live. But if you are starting your Labor Day weekend early, then just have fun, right? That's what I'm going for. Okay. Yeah, and the Moon's going to oppose Mars on Friday as well, so our actions, our emotions could also be out of sync. You know, it's it's not the best idea to force the issue on Friday. Okay, perfect. With Mars and Saturn butting heads like this, so uh, just take the day off. Yeah, take the day <laughs> off if you can. Just go for fun that day. I would yeah. say. Try not to get in any arguments. You know, push it to next week when when things will maybe be a little more calmer. Reschedule your arguments. Reschedule your arguments. Yeah, say, can we push this argument to next Wednesday? That would be great for me. So that's Friday. So the weekend's up kind of fuzzy, but again, we have this, it's going to be this back and forth between feeling sensitive, feeling heaviness, feeling like I have to accomplish things because of Saturn, also feeling very tender, maybe wanting some time to yourself because of the Pisces full moon influence. But Saturday, September 2nd, the moon's going to be in Aries all day, and it does form a nice trine with Venus as well. So finally, Venus will be getting some love come Saturday, September 2nd. And Saturday overall looks like a pretty quiet day astrologically, so I'd say just do whatever makes you happy on Saturday. It's an Aries moon, so look for new beginnings, new adventures, Mm. that kind of stuff. So that's what the week's looking like. A quick look ahead to next week. As mentioned, Sunday, September 3rd, Venus will turn direct. Monday, September 4th, Jupiter will turn retrograde. Wednesday, September 6th, the Sun and Mercury will form a conjunction. And also on September 6th or September 7th, depending on your time zone, the United States will have its Black Moon Lilith return. So wow. certain things could be coming, you know, skeletons in the closet, secrets revealed, a certain motivations might come to light uh, in the U.S. We'll talk about more uh, of that, all of that, next week, of course. But that's just a little idea of what to expect the following week. So thank you, as always, for listening. We love you. Happy full moon. Happy everything that's going on. Wishing you the best. And I think Almy is going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take some deep breaths. This is how we close out the show. Get in a comfortable position. You can sit down or lie down. Just take a moment to get relaxed. And continuing with that relaxation, release the tension in your forehead, in between your eyes. And unclench your jaw. Let your shoulders drop. And if you would like to close your eyes, you can do so now. Let's take a nice, slow, deep breath in and out. In, out. Last slow deep breath in and out. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. If you would like to follow us, we are on Instagram at something about astrology. We are on TikTok at something about astrology underscore. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.